0: It's Wednesday, December the 30th, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist, sponsored by Raytheon Technologies. Coming up, McConnell defies Trump and Nikkei 225 hits 30-year high. First, the world in brief. Mitch McConnell, the Republican majority leader in the Senate, blocked an attempt to beef up state handouts for millions of Americans. President Donald Trump wants the checks, part of a coronavirus stimulus package, increased from $600 to $2,000. Democrats, who were keen on that too, pushed for an immediate vote. Mr McConnell, however, insisted that the bill first add two other contentious measures, reducing legal protections for social media and investigating alleged electoral fraud. The COVID-19 vaccine developed by Oxford University and AstraZeneca, a British pharmaceutical firm, is unlikely to be approved for use in the EU in January, according to the bloc's medical regulator, which said the firms had not even filed an application yet. There have been high hopes for the vaccine, which is cheaper and easier to manufacture than those already being distributed. America, meanwhile, reported its first case of a new, more contagious strain of the virus. Argentina became the third country after Russia and Belarus to begin giving Russia's Sputnik V COVID-19 vaccine outside of trials. Russia points to evidence that the vaccine is effective, but some international observers are sceptical because of a lack of published data from large, late-stage clinical trials with randomised controls. At least seven people died when two earthquakes of magnitude 5.2 and 6.4 hit Croatia on successive days. Buildings have collapsed, seriously injuring dozens. The second earthquake was also felt as far away as Vienna. Neighbouring Slovenia shut its nuclear power plant in case of further tremors. The Nakai 225 index of Japanese shares surpassed 27,000 for the first time since 1991, as equities rallied after America's stimulus bill was passed into law and a post-Brexit trade deal was agreed between Britain and the EU. Exactly 31 years ago, when Japan's economy was at its bubbliest, the index peaked at almost 39,000. It fell to less than 8,000 in 2003. And Ryanair and Wiz confirmed that they will restrict the voting rights of their non-EU shareholders from January 1st, after Britain's Brexit transition period ends. The change will ensure that the budget airlines remain majority owned and controlled by EU citizens to meet the bloc's rules when its British investors are no longer counted as Europeans. And now, here's today's agenda. Bonding from home. Corporate life. This week, Espresso looks ahead to the coming year. Today, business and finance. Many managers will have been surprised by how well this year's working from home experiment went. Before 2020, employees who stayed at home tended to be isolated from those who remained in the office. But the pandemic put everyone in the same boat. Managers learned that staff could still be productive, employees got used to taking part in video meetings, The new arrangement worked because employees were already familiar with their roles and were used to the rhythm of the organisation. Over time, however, this coherence could deteriorate. New staff will join teams. Existing ones may transfer to new jobs. New ways of working may need closer cooperation than can be achieved over a video link. An element of productivity also results from serendipity, the chance discussion with someone outside your team. Companies will spend 2021 trying to restore the collective spirit. Unequal Impact Inequality after the pandemic Inequality looked a bit more manageable in the years before the pandemic. A slow but steady strengthening of labour markets as the global financial crisis faded into the distance eventually yielded healthy wage gains for workers across the income distribution. Measures of inequality in many economies levelled off or even declined a little. At first, COVID-19 did not disrupt this trend much, thanks to generous support from governments around the world. But the picture now looks quite different. Economic analysis of pandemics over the past century suggests that they lead to sharp rises in inequality. Five years after a pandemic begins, Gini coefficients, a measure of income dispersion, typically remain about 1.25% above pre-crisis levels. Among people with middling to high levels of education, the share of people in work scarcely budges as a consequence of a pandemic but among those with low levels, it typically declines by 5%. This time will be no different. After the Fall Corporate Defaults By September, companies had sold around $1.5 trillion of investment-grade bonds, enough to ensure that 2020 will be a record year for issuance. Firms also exploited their bank credit lines, The huge rise in leverage combined with an uncertain economic outlook increases the chances that debts will not be repaid in full or on time. Bond defaults have already picked up. How bad things get depends on a tussle of opposing forces. One is the virus and its lingering effects. Almost no one expects a speedy full economic recovery. Yet various government-led short-time furlough and other job support programs have helped a lot of financially stressed companies. Rich world central banks are committed to keeping monetary policy extremely loose and investors will buy new corporate bond issues and roll over old ones if only for the lack of alternatives. What is sure, cheap money and fiscal support will keep alive a lot of big firms that would have otherwise gone to the wall. Power Struggle Electric Vehicles Covid-19 caused a 20% drop in global light vehicle sales in 2020 to about 70 million. But they will pick up in 2021 and the proportion of cars powered by batteries will grow quickly. Electric power requires a fundamental rethink of a car's internal architecture, turning it into a computer on wheels. An array of new electronic systems brings connectivity and produces data, making possible new business opportunities, better mobility services and, eventually, cars that are fully self-driving. During 2021, the companies in the electric car ecosystem, Tesla, its copycats, established car makers and tech giants, will be jockeying for position in the race to an electrified future. Incumbent car makers are struggling to combine disparate electronic systems from different suppliers to create the seamless experience offered by Tesla. They must also wind down investments in combustion engine technology. Expect more joint ventures and investments in startups as incumbents try to share costs, shift away from petrol power and bring in new thinking. Bargaining Chips China's Chip-Making Ambitions There is one vital product China's manufacturers cannot make competitively, the microprocessor chips that power smartphones and cloud servers. In this arena, America and its allies, especially South Korea and Taiwan, remain dominant. China is trying hard to catch up. America is trying hard to stop it. American officials learned a lot about global microprocessor supply chains during their recent campaign against Huawei, China's telecoms equipment giant, cutting it off from vital components. They can deploy that understanding against China's nascent chip-making industry. A few of the huge machines that make chips are manufactured exclusively in America by American companies, many monopolies that are ripe targets for new rules prohibiting sales to China. That would set Chinese efforts back years. There is a less aggressive alternative, America could try to build a consensus with its allies about the threat a thriving Chinese chip-making industry would pose, thereby squeezing and shaping China's technology ecosystem without losing all control. Finally, here's the quote of the day from Romain Rowland, who died on this day in 1944. It is the artist's business to create sunshine when the sun falls